This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. We are asking you a question this hour, and the question is, what is the worst cereal ever? 651-641-1071. Bradley, why are we asking people what cereal is nasty? Because um, I just think cereal is a fun conversation to have most days, right? That's nasty. Actually, it's mostly because I read this article uh, from the folks that eat this, not that, and they have the worst cereal you should never eat, comma, according to a nutritionist. Now, I imagine most nutritionists are like, stay away from all cereals because sugar, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But they ranked cereals, obviously, like the most unhealthy to the least unhealthy. They didn't really do that much. They just said that this is the worst one um, for you. And... Um, I'd like to tell you what it is, but I don't want to focus on what's unhealthy because m- m- my sense is that if you're eating cereal, you, you like don't health care. is not the first like concern, mm-hmm. you know, like generally, which is right. fine. It's not to say you can't be healthy and eat cereal. It's to say that if you were super obsessed with it, you uh, being healthy, you probably wouldn't be eating cereal. So I'm just like, what's the worst cereal period? Like you don't right, want to because- put it in your mouth. Cereal is about happiness. True. When you're eating cereal, you should be, you are in a pursuit of um, happiness. Exactly. Um, um, and so even the nasty cereals, they don't, if they don't bring a happy feeling, they're worthless. Exactly. The worst cereal, according to a nutritionist, is actually a hometown hero, Malto Meals Chocolate Marshmallow Mateys. Rude. That sounds great. That sounds no, it doesn't I don't, sound good. I, for some reason, I'm not a chocolate in my cereal kind of person. That's the problem. I was here for marshmallow mates, but, it's but like the cocoa, chocolate ones, no. It's like Cocoa Puffs with Lucky Charms marshmallows. Mm-mm. But, you know, hey, whatever floats your boat, Holly, I want you to eat a whole big bag. Um, but the reason that this was selected <laughs> as the worst... <laughs> what? Sorry, that just sounded like you were like insulting her yeah. holly go eat a whole big bag just go you know put your food trough or your food bag on honey <laughs> strap that food bag on and eat your your chocolate mateys oh. um no uh the reason that it was at the top of the worst list in one and one quarter cups which i don't know is that a serving a grown person could eat uh their entire day's worth of sugar uh coming in at just about 23 grams Oof. So that's six teaspoons of sugar in a bowl. Oh, oh my gosh. So imagine if so, you were to just like dump six teaspoons of sugar in a bowl. In your eat, mouth. It actually probably just, would like, taste good. but Just toss it down your throat. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Uh, we're not talking about health-wise. We're talking about taste-wise. What's the worst cereal? Holly, do we have a couple callers? Yeah, we have Mary on the line. 
Hello, Mary. Mary, what is yes. the worst? What is the worst cereal? Well, my mother was an RN, so there was no sugared cereals ever in the house. So it was like this rice cake junk. <laughs> and when she was not looking, it's like, okay, we're dumping half a quarter cup of sugar. Mm-hmm. In Mary, I have a question. Are you yeah. my long-lost sister? I am. Come on down to <laughs> South Carolina, girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you, Mary, for your call. Thanks, I'm, Mary. I'm with Mary. I was the same way when I was growing up because we didn't get to eat um, the ye old uh, sugar cereals. So, like, I'd have a bowl of Rice Krispies, and I would just take the sugar canister, and when my mom turned around, I'd just be like, three, four, five... Six, and then I'd put it down, and then I'd go to town. Um, you, you, but your favorite cereal is Corn Bran, so you're kind of I, I liked Corn Bran because you didn't even actually need to put sugar on it because it had sort of like a sweetness in the fiber in the bran. Maybe it was like a honey sweetener. I think you're full of crap, but... Um, no, it's true. And actually, no, I wasn't a lot because, because I was of the eating, Corn Bran. I was eating Corn Bran. <laughs> um, so, yes... <laughs> Holly, do we have another call? I have nothing else to say. No, but I'm going to go get the phone right now. Okay, you go get the okay, phone. Thank you. So, Colleen, what would you say? Uh, having such a varied palette in Serial mm-hmm. Town, um, yeah, what I have would... a, it's very definite answer. What grape nuts are the worst? Oh, see, I I actually don't agree with that. I have a a, a bizarre affinity for grape nuts. I hated grape nuts because I felt like you could lose a tooth or, or yeah, five. They are pretty hard. Yeah, you know what's good? Yes. Uncle what? Sam. I went through a big Uncle Sam phase. That's another like colon blow experience, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait, pretty... what's Uncle Sam? I got to look that one up. It's like a fiber based experience, isn't it? Like yeah. a branny. Yes. I mean, keeps you regular. It does. Hey, we got Cookie Patty on the line. Oh, oh perfect. Let's Hello, from Cookie, Cookie Patty. Patty. <laughs> Uncle Sam. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Grape nuts? Who eats that? Thank because you. It's good. Wait. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't yeah. eat it because it tastes good. Oh, no. It's it's like gravel. It's <laughs> what they scrape up on the mm-hmm. sidewalk after the winter's done, and it's like, oh, there's all the leftover pieces of fiber you need. <laughs> no. If, you, if no. you're eating grape nuts, it's because you're not attached to having teeth. Uh, thank you. Okay, the other one, what was it called? They were like little, st- okay, you know the cookies haystacks that mm-hmm. some of us make in the holidays, right? You take the chow mein noodles and you melt chocolate over them, right? And you make little, okay, there's a, is it bran? Oh, fiber, fiber one. one. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's fiber one, the sticks. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's literal bark yeah. that somebody went out and just, they walk around and crack it off the tree and munch it up. The best cereal, am I the only one? I'm probably too old. Quisp with oh, sure. the little Martian and yep. his little, oh, my God, the little discs. Best. All sugar. Completely, totally sugar. Um, but the best cereal ever. So, But okay. I was like you, Colleen. No cereal. We got one box of cereal for our birthday. It was our birthday cereal. I was a baby mm-hmm. of five. And we got to pick what we wanted. I was Quisp. My brother was Captain Crunch. 
um, and nobody else could eat it except for me. And then all the rest of the year, it was Cheerios, Rice Krispies, yep. Wheaties. Mm-hmm. It was so. a good day if I got to get Corn Pops. Like, that was oh, like... Oh, yum. How about Sugar Do snacks? backflips. Yeah. Oh, I don't even... I don't think I ever got <gasps> to have Sugar Snaps. Oh. Because it had yeah. sugar in the title. Yeah, I know, Like, right? that was like oh. a no-no. Yeah, right. I'm talking about when I got away for college. Oh, Lord. I, freshman 15. Not Oh, I went all Fruit Loops. Girl, I was all... I went- <laughs> I was Fruit Loops all day. Thank you, Patty. Thanks, Have Patty. a great day. <laughs> um, I, is it now an awkward time for me to say I kind of like Fiber One? Oh, I had a Fiber You're One vile. phase. Stop it. And Both an Uncle of you. Sam phase. That's like eating. That's literally like like she said, like you're walking through a park and then you bend over, get on all fours and start <laughs> mowing on, on the ground. Like you know What? what? The other one that I like that doesn't seem to be really popular among people is Cracklin' Oat Brand. Yeah, again, it's trash. I love Cracklin' Oat Brand. I love how you come for for grape nuts (laughs) and then Cracklin' Oat Brand is a seller. What? Grape nuts is a mystery, though. It really, I actually, I don't mind, honestly, I don't mind grape nuts with like a, with a, like a banana. Yeah. Again, are you not attached to having teeth? I mean, you know, I like root beer barrels, so teeth are not really my concern. I will say, you actually have a capacity to chew hard things that I don't, yeah. that I am impressed with. Well, part of it's because I have teeth that are not mine, and you can really <laughs> crunch on stuff when they're not your teeth, because whose I teeth, like to crunch on things. Whose teeth do you have? I don't know. That's a good question. Somebody gave... <laughs> so that I could chew. Wow! The I just got a life. text. By the way, no, I don't have other people's teeth in my mouth. Thank you. I have a bridge in the Not back right of my now. mouth. Um, my friend Kate said, "Cracklin' Oprah is amazing." Shut your Thank mouth. You, Kate. Thank God, you, Kate. AARP arrived and. <laughs> Kate, when this thing is over, you and I will find a place and we'll just get into that crackling oat brand. I'm telling you, you guys haven't lived if you haven't had Uncle Sam cereal. I really didn't even know it was a thing. That is the What is it? Is it flaky? Like, what is it? Yeah, it's kind of flaky. Explain it to me. It's kind of flaky, very fiber rich. It's described uh, as this. (laughs) You better make something up right now. An American original since 1908. Okay, High fiber that, I'm out. Uncle Sam cereal <laughs> has nourished families for over a hundred years. Hard red winter wheat berries with flax seeds make it a wholesome high fiber cereal. Stay fit, full, and feeling your best with Uncle Sam. Actually, you know, it doesn't look that bad. See, that's what I'm saying. Now I don't know if it's like cornflakes where it was developed so that you don't like touch yourself, but could be. What? That's yeah. That's the podcast. You were the guy who made cornflakes. Didn't want you to touch your privates. That's the whole point of cornflakes. Supposed to I lower your libido. That's I for another know. podcast, though. I don't know what to do right now. When it's, we come back, it looks just like the Uncle Sam looks like any kind of like muesli. Yeah, cereal. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to dump a fair amount of sugar on it to like yourself to want to touch yourself yeah. <laughs> when we come back <laughs> when we come back on the colleen and bradley show uh, it's it's friday and uh it's cheat day and so 
Um, oh, interestingly, it's a serial-related cheat day. We'll oh. be cheating when we come back on the Colleen Get and Bradley show. Get ready to show. touch yourself. <laughs> My Talk 1071. It is Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, and what do we do on Fridays, you guys? Put things in our mouth. Because it's cheat day. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. What are we having what are we, today, what are Holly? We sticking in our mouths, Holly. Cereal! Yay! Yay! Now is this the Holly horny cereal or Yay! a colon blow experience? No way! This is full on sugar. So this is a seasonal treat that's called Elf cereal, based on the holiday classic film of the same name. Oh, okay. So this is based on the movie Elf. Yep. So this is, so if you like the movie Elf, you know that the main character in the film is a big fan of maple syrup. Mm. Yeah. Buddy the Elf loves maple syrup. He puts it even on spaghetti noodles. That's right. So this isn't spaghetti noodle flavored (laughs) cereal with maple syrup. How disgusting would that be? Uh, This is sweetened corn puffs with holiday tree marshmallows. And (laughs) it's been flavored with maple syrup and other natural flavors. So maybe that might face. So that may or may not include something that Colleen that we learned on the show when you were taking a couple of days off is that a popular flavor is a beaver secretion. Oh yeah, yeah. comes from beaver butts, right? Yep. Beaver butts, the Excuse anal glands of beavers. Me? Yep. Yeah. And they put that in your cereal. Well, it's a natural flavor. It's a food additive. Mm-hmm. What was it again? What vanilla. Is, vanilla. That's right. So this very beaver, well could have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beaver butts make vanilla. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's nasty. I mean, I you feel like we've learned a lot of, about What's cereal. The real. I don't want to eat anything that comes out of anybody's butts. Well, you probably already have. Wow. Happy Friday. What's the name of the beaver butt additive so I can avoid it? (laughs) They don't put that on the natural flavoring. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, that this elf cereal could very well have beaver butt in it because Mm -hmm. it's a, the FDA, it's castorium. Yeah, go for it. I know, I was just going to say, if you Google vanilla beaver... First okay. of all, make no. sure. <laughs> Put my safe search on. Yes, please, sure. <laughs> please make sure that you're doing it safely and not at work. Um, oh. <laughs> you will get a chemical compound used in vanilla flavoring and scents come, coming from the anal glands of beavers. Castorium is. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. As Holly said, is a substance produced by a beaver's castor sac. Yeah, so... On the ingredient list of this cereal, it says natural and artificial flavor. So, natural flavoring could very well be. Now, we're only speculating here, uh, but uh, we do know that it's flavored with maple syrup. And Bradley, I think you already took a whiff of the elf cereal. Well, I've never smelled a beaver's butt before. (laughs) But it actually, so you know what it does? It reminds me of the smell. The smell reminds me of... Like Mrs. Butterworth. Exactly. Oh, so there is butt in it. (laughs) Is that why? No. Oh. (laughs) You know what? The beaver's like, you better get your butter's worth. (laughs) You know what it smells like? I see your Mrs. Butterworth smell. And this smells like you just had some ego waffles when you were watching Saturday morning yes, cartoons yeah. and you dumped a bunch of Mrs. Butterworth or lob, log cabin syrup on the plate. You ate the, you ate the pancake or the waffle already and you let the plate sit out for like an hour. I was going to say, I'm actually smelling the plate. Yes. You're smelling the plate, Which not the actual syrup. probably just the syrup. dust. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, should we nib- go ahead and nibble on um, it, Holly? So again, it looks like to me, that. so for those of you who have some cereal awareness in your life, <laughs> it looks like kicks. Well, not everybody does, right? Cuz like you, a lot of kids weren't allowed to have sugar cereal. So it looks I know what kicks look like. Yeah, it looks like kicks, like those little, you know, like cocoa puffs without cocoa. Mm-hmm. Um and then Lucky Charms-ish marshmallows of a green and red variety. I'm assuming that's little trees. Uh yeah. Which just, I always love how they try so hard, sarcasm, to make the marshmallows look like actual things. It, they don't. They just yeah. look like blobs. This is a this is a blob. So red and green blobs, very festive. Uh, I put it in my mouth and I will... And? S- and, you know, I was intimidated by it because I don't like things that taste like maple syrup unless it's 100% maple syrup from a tree. And actually, the maple syrup, uh, syrup flavor is pretty subtle. Compared to the scent, the scent is overpowering and it's a turnoff, but the actual taste of the cereal, it's not too bad. I am. Um, yeah, it's it's like a it's a whiff of maple. It's not like intense maple. Mm-hmm. I think that wouldn't be horrible as a we're, we don't have milk listeners, so we're not getting the full cereal experience. Sure. You know what would happen, though, if you did have milk, the milk would get that like maple syrupy. Yeah. I don't hate it. maple syrup milk. I don't hate it. I mean, really? I wouldn't buy a box, let's be honest. No, I don't hate it. And but I'm you're not... going to eat what's in front but of you. But if I was like staying at someone's house and opened the pantry and this is what they had, I would eat a bowl and be satisfied. I might eat a few more kernels, but other than that, I don't think I even want to finish it, to be honest. It's, okay, it's so okay. let's, we like to uh, rate on a Cobra scale. How many Cobras are you giving the Elf novelty cereal, Holly? Two out of five. Two out of five, I'm gonna Bradley. I'm going to say two. Two out of five, yeah. Two out of five for the Elf cereal. Um, Who makes so, it? You know, uh, General Mills. Mm. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrities behaving badly to talk about. We have a name for them. That name is... D-Bags. 
and we'll tell you all about them when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 oh celebrities behaving badly we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer hi you still munching on that cereal mm-hmm. We have a name for those celebrities. Don't worry, I got this. We we have some names for those celebrities behaving badly. We call them... D-Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag, Colleen? Kanye West. Oh. He hasn't been around for a minute. Yeah, we haven't Um, really talked about him. He's been pretty quiet, but... The reason he's uh, being named my D-bag today is because of a story that just came out the other day. Uh-oh. Um, do you remember about a year ago, he did that uh, show at the Hollywood Bowl, and I'm trying to remember what it was. It was one of his Sunday... Oh, no, it was a Sunday service. He used a uh, choir called the Grio, I believe. Um, and this was that performance he did in November of 2019. You know what? I think it wasn't a Sunday service. I think this was his Nebuchadnezzar show Okay. Um, that he did anyway. These were contract workers. Um, and many of them were probably card-carrying uh, members of a performance union. And he, Kanye West, because he has such high standards, he kept on making changes last minute and mm-hmm. then they extended the rehearsal schedule putting these performers into overtime and he has not yet paid them for that overtime Ooh. to the tune of about one million dollars for the entire choir wow and so he's why does this not surprise today. me at all I mean, not even a little bit. So the um, the Biba Adams, who was the representative for this choir, um, said, and I don't know if Biba is a is a he or a she or or what, but Biba said contract workers with the Sunday service complained about not receiving overtime pay following the event, which reportedly took weeks to organize. Uh, the supposedly not supposedly, the demanding Kanye West is said to have authorized dozens of last-minute changes that resulted in overtime for participants, which they allege has gone unpaid for more than a year. So I just, you know, what's frustrating, there's so many frustrating things about Mm -hmm. that, but in the meantime, in between time, number one, Kanye West is making untold amounts of money, you know, by the day, spending untold amounts of money by the day Mm -hmm. on his many properties and etc and these performers are going completely unpaid for the work that they did and i just think that's gross and so he's my d-bag today thank yeah, you for coming no, that, to my ted talk bye that is a ridiculously d-bag experience to not pay people who did work for you it sounds all too familiar in this time sadly right right who is your d-bag Speaking of D-bags, I would like to bring up a name we haven't talked about for a while as well. Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, we have that talked about him in a minute. Yeah. We were hot on his tail. Don't ever, ever say anything about his tail and the word hot. Or I should say trail, maybe? Trail of 
uh, disgusting. Um, you remember that Jerry Falwell Jr. left uh, his role as the head of Liberty President, I believe, of U- Liberty University, mm-hmm. a Christian uh, school that has some pretty strict standards for its staff. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> as the leader of that church, he thought it was totally okay to um, put on a Speedo and stand in the corner touching himself while his wife had sex with a pool boy. He's in the corner watching the pool boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, which, you know, for those of us in the rest of the world, okay, have fun. Yeah. It's a Saturday afternoon and you're on vacation. Do what you will. But that doesn't work for the people of Liberty University. So he was forced to step aside, you'll remember. And then he decided to sue their ass. In fact, that's what he said at the time. <laughs> I will sue their ass. Well, okay. So you might you might have a question about what I'm about to tell you, but just follow me. The okay. headline was, and the reason we're talking about him today, is that he has dropped his defamation lawsuit against Liberty University. So that's probably a good thing, right? Like if you believe um, he was just, you know, trying to make hay because he was a little butthurt for the public humiliation. Really, I wouldn't say public humiliation so much as um, community humiliation that probably he felt from the the um, prying eyes of those at Liberty University. Right. Um, but he, in a statement, said the following. Um, let me get the exact words. And this is why I chose him as my D-bag today. I've decided to take time out of my litigation against Liberty University, but I will continue to keep all options on the table. Table? Table for an appropriate resolution to the matter. Uh-huh. Okay, so what okay, so happened? Let me just repeat. I've decided to take time out from my litigation against Liberty University, but I will continue to keep all options on the table for an appropriate resolution to the matter. So what that sounds like to me is like somebody was like, okay, if you don't sue us, maybe we can come up with uh, some kind of an arrangement, uh, some kind of deal. Yeah. To which he said, uh, this was not prompted by any payment promise or consideration. Okay, so you know what that is. That's that thing that people do when they're like, oh, if this happens, people are going to think this thing. And I better tell them that that's not the thing that they're thinking isn't what's happening. But then when they do that, you go, oh, that's probably what's happening or you said yeah that's not happening but then tomorrow they call you up and go hey um, we just found this big pot of money sitting here and i think it's got your name on it oh, and you can I, be like whoa okay that's interesting think about all the speedos i can buy with that <laughs> yeah. Look, there's a garbage bag in the corner full of 100 dollar bills and it just happens to have your name on it but you know but i wasn't lying when i said previously that this was not prompted by anything because the anything hadn't shown up yet wink wink so this mm. just uh, smells uh like doo doo and for people who uh the, again don't get sidetracked by the thing it's the appearance of the thing and the hypocrisy of the thing that's what rubs me wrong like i don't care what you do <laughs> i don't want you i want you to rub me right <laughs> don't rub me wrong that just also sounds like a song probably like a stevie wonder song 
if robbing you is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> who wrote? Who sang that song? If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. I don't know. Anyway, um, moral of the story is I'm just going to sit over here in the corner. Great. There's no money in that corner, though. No. Well, I don't know what's happening right now. Where are we? It was no. a singer named Luther Ingram. Carry on. Thank you. If love and you's wrong. I don't want to be right. Uh, anyway, uh, Jerry Falwell, I don't know what he's getting up to, and nor do I care, but I did just find that to be incredibly D-baggy, where he's like, mm, I'm not going to see you right now, but uh, we'll see what happens in the future. Right? Like, oh, okay. Ooh, you're such a man maintaining your, your you know, like, wh- what? Like, just admit that you were a horn dog, and you liked it a little kinky and freaky. You know, fine, we all get a little freaky on our on our off time. Like, just I'm just gonna go back to square one on that though. That is exactly freaky. what is wrong with that type of um, strident, you know, m- moral commanding. Is that everybody has a little something in their life that's a little bit freaky. I like Uncle Sam cereal. So that's Holly's freaky bit. So all I'm trying to say is when you try to tell everybody don't be freaky, but you, you you know, you got a little freaky in you. Everybody's got a little freaky freaky in you. Some of us more than others. It's totes fine. But just just don't try to tell people not to be freaky while you're, you know, sitting on the freaky stick. Right. And also, (laughs) as long as it's stick, I said stick. Yeah. Well, you're sitting on the freaky stick and you're cashing those checks (laughs) Mm, at the same time, which... Yeah, you can't wag your fingers while sitting on the freaky stick. Can I really quickly just, (laughs) I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, Good friend and listener to the show, Kim, texted, Rub You the Right Way is Johnny Gill. That is true. And there's a song with the words, him on the top and her on the bottom, hold you tight and I'll never let go, then flow, because you see the flow so, ladies, if you're down to play, mm-hmm. my boy Johnny going to rub you the right way. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know, while you're reading that, that in, what year was that? 1990 what? Or like 80, <sighs> 90 something, right? Let's see. I don't have a like, date on this, sorry. But essentially, like a 13-year-old Colleen was singing those lyrics <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. my mother's minivan. Mm-hmm. Um, was your mom in the van? Can we yes. hear a little bit of that? Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm mm. scared. Oh, it's no, R and B. It's <laughs> well, I just was swearing. I mean, it's words, not like you know. No, I don't think there's what swears was the name in of it. the song. Uh, rub you the right way. Rub you the right way, Johnny Gill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I it's do m- recall that time of life. Uh huh. Um. Yes, and Wait, this was 1990. Okay, yeah. So, like, 1990, I was oh, literally 13 Do you know what studio old. was recorded at? Was it at Flight, Park? Flight Time Studios in Edina, Minnesota. Oh, Jimmy Get Jam and Terry Lewis. Tone. No? All right. Let us know when we're ready for a little Rub You the Right Way. See, I would be singing that song word for word, clearly with no idea of, like, what... I mean, I think I knew what it meant, but, like singing it with my mother mm-hmm. i mean she wasn't singing along yeah oh man it was jimmy jam life and terry is lewis strange, by the way you guys life is weird when we come back full on circle the thank you kim show. you gave us all sorts of things to talk about today dear thank listener you.
Thank you, Kim. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have uh, another D-bag. We have a D-bag double down. We'll tell you who it is when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And sometimes we just have so much D-bag that we can't contain it all in one small little segment. And on those occasions, we have a little spillover, and we like to call it a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Hi, I would like to share a D-bag double down today. Thank you, Bradley. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell. Remember her? Okay. Oh, yes. And she is sort of a perennial D-bag for oh so many reasons, but why today? Well, this perennial D-bag, Ghislaine Maxwell, <laughs> You're so gross. made our double down today for the following reason. Quote, now this is not a quote, this is actually my notes. I'm, I'm <laughs> quoting myself. Um, so apparently her husband and her sisters are about to put up some fat stacks in a last-ditch attempt to get her home by Christmas. Will there be a Christmas miracle for Ghislaine Maxwell? Okay, so tell me about the pathway that they are trying to tread in order to get her home for Christmas. Yeah, so... by the way, this is like... We have been down this road for a long time with her. We, We know this is actually just the next step on a journey that we've been on for a while in terms of trying to get Ghislaine Maxwell out of jail before... She goes on trial. She's not slated, if I remember correctly, to go on trial until next summer, which means that she would be in, or at least the spring, she would be in det- in detention, in jail, in Brooklyn for months. And she doesn't want to be because she's so rich and famous, and she mm-hmm. thinks that she deserves to be out on her own recognizance. Well, the court up to this point has been like, um, yeah, but see, here's the thing. You're a huge flight risk yeah so we don't want to let you go evidenced by the fact that they she was in hiding for how many months Mm -hmm. and paid cash for a home that she was hiding out in Mm -hmm. with her foil wrapped cell phone yeah like this is a person who knows how to come to to the door the fbi comes to the door and she like makes a break for it to the bathroom like she Mm -hmm. thinks she's going to be able to escape anyway um so it turns out this this uh the next feeble attempt um to spring her from jail includes her husband scott borgerson uh who she was living with up in that like um cash property He's going to put up $30 million along with $5 million from her sisters. And uh, I guess uh, the or actually. Yeah, so it's a com- it's a combo platter of her sisters and Scott Borgers and her husband to put up this $30 million in a last ditch attempt to get her out before Christmas. Because, you know, I mean, it's a holiday and she would like to be with her family right now. For goodness sake. Uh, be careful because. People just, privileged people don't always understand their own privilege. Am I right? That's true. So what I find interesting about this particular attempt is that they're like, she's not a flight risk. We'll vouch for her and we'll put up a bunch of money. But like, she has a bunch of money. 
and people from all over because it's not just you know it's not just um her husband and her sisters there are all sorts of people who are willing to like sign notes that are like she'll be fine she's not going to go anywhere she promised me she's going to do all the things right this is a lady who like covered up for one of the most maniacal like super wealthy people in the world do you not think she's trying to pull one over on you criminal justice system like she doesn't care about you she doesn't care about your laws if she did she would have obeyed them in the first place you know do you ever wonder i'm this is slightly like this is just like a slight like detour from the road that we're on yeah but do you ever wonder like what her sisters and her husband think her story is you know what i mean like because they know what the allegations are yeah I want to know what she has had to tell them in order for them to go, yeah, you know, I'll put up $30 million to get her out by Christmas time. Like, what is the story she has told them? How has she represented this? We know, we know because we've heard that part of her story is that she's a victim as well, right? So that you you have to figure that somehow figures into how she's yeah explained this to them, but I don't know. I just I I would love to be a fly on the wall in those conversations. Yeah, I mean the thing about uh, the thing I think uh, in regard to Ghislaine Maxwell is that she's a Svengali or a chameleon. Like she is a person who has reinvented herself several times. If you, I listened to this article. There's this thing called Audible. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. Autumn. Am I pronouncing that right? A-U-D-M. It's an app like Audible, but it's mm-hmm. for um, news articles. Um, and I listened to this very long, and I don't remember the publication, I apologize, article. I think it was The Atlantic about um, Ghislaine Maxwell and sort of her history and uh, a little bit of her life story leading up to her arrest. And it's just clear for me that she has time and time again, you know, reinvented herself um, when she needs to 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 escape not just trouble but personal trauma and mm-hmm. and ugly and icky things and so and scandal that's probably the best way to put it scandal and controversy so I wouldn't trust anything she's told any family member because I don't think she's ever had to live in a world where she needs to be honest about anything Mm-mm. like she I I very much imagine she would be like I don't owe you any explanation like. I don't, like she just has the the ego to be like this is none of your business and yeah, like I, of course I didn't do anything wrong and if you listen to her testimony um, in the deposition the bits and pieces that have been released she denies everything she's and and then she and she this is just like Jeffrey Epstein not only mm-hmm. does she deny what you're talking about but she's like you are a disgusting human being for even asking this question right. so she has that. Um, how dare you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I don't imagine that she's like secretly telling her sisters like, no, I did all this and I got to, you know, I got to come up with a way to get out of it. I think she's probably just like, I didn't do anything. It's none of your business, even if I did. Now just pony up the money. Now and give me, me my damn here. money so I can be out by Christmas and uh, you'll all be better for it. I will say that her sister and her siblings all travel in the same power circles yeah yeah in in as much as even if Ghislaine Maxwell is not totally honest with her family I'm I it would be shocking 
that her family didn't know maybe some of the things that were going on. And also, they would know to not ask. Exactly. They would know exactly. to not want right. to know. They're all very Because right. I don't yeah. want to know. No. Like, if you because have done those things, Colleen, if you... <laughs> Well, because then it incriminates you. Yes. Because then you become an accessory to the crimes. Yeah. Don't tell me because I don't want to have to know. Wasn't her dad some kind of, like, didn't he? He did all kinds of illegal stuff, right? Well, that's for another podcast. That's for Christian. (laughs) We have so many. Her father was named. We have so many plans. Robert Maxwell, and he died on a yacht. Mysteriously. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so some would say you're not right. mysterious. So the culture is of that family yeah. is don't ask, don't tell. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the best game show? 651-641-1071. What is your very, very favoritest best game show? We'll take your calls after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.